0: Checking in in one, two, three. I guess I'll say one, two, three because we're talking wrestling instead of three, two, one that countdown. But what's up, wrestling folks? It's me. I'm back, Jason Jones. Uh, just one wrestling fan to another. Just chatting about the business, what I see, what I like, what I don't like. You know the usual stuff. Uh, I've been pretty busy this week. Uh, my girlfriend's daughter had her high school graduation, so I was Um, you know kind of enjoying the graduation festivities you know congratulations Jayla Uh, you know she's you know gone off to Cal Poly Pomona so yeah congratulations you know good student you know great big sister just a great all-around I don't want to call her a child you know she's going to college you know so a great young adult who, I, who has very big things ahead of her in the future. So, yeah, I actually haven't watched a whole lot of wrestling this week, to be honest with you. Uh, caught the early week stuff. Um, was at you know, graduation parties and whatnot on Friday, so I missed all my Friday stuff. But I did get around on Sunday after my son, my, my now nine-year-old son's birthday party. Happy birthday, Derek. Uh, to catch uh, the NXT In Your House uh, pay-per-view event. So that's what I want to talk about, you know, my recap, my review, what I thought of the show, and just kind of what I could hope to see, wonder what's coming up next, you know, from the NXT brand, which right now I would say is the second best brand in WWE behind SmackDown. And Raw will remain third for me as long as they continue to rehash Lashley and Drew McIntyre. I mean, yeah, as long as that's going to be the main event at every pay-per-view or some version of that will be the main event, they will remain third and perhaps a distant third in my WWE rankings. I haven't checked out what happened, you know, with doubling, you know, in the AEW Impact uh, or Double or Nothing. I haven't checked that out yet in depth at all I just kind of just glanced at the uh, the results but so i won't go too much into that one t- today but i will talk about in your house you know back in the day in your house in the 90s was one of the cooler pay-per-view ideas you know like a boom here we are it wasn't one of the major ones but a lot of times you'd have a lot of good action some surprises on in your house and now As we've seen, NXT has had a lot of the old pay-per-view titles rebranded as their own. And something I really like. I really think it's a pretty cool idea what they're doing with NXT with these pay-per-views. So, without further delay, or I don't think I have any other birthdays or graduations to recognize at this point. So, let's just talk about what happened on NXT. And feel free to share your thoughts with me. Hit me on Twitter at Mr. Underscore Jason Jones on Instagram at Mr. Jones LBC. So I'll just jump right in. Uh, Legato del Fantasma against uh, Bronson Reed and MSK. Oh, I'll just say before I get started. Overall, I really enjoyed this this, uh, this show. I generally always enjoy NXT shows and their pay-per-views are top notch. Generally, nine times out of ten I can't recall the last where I was like, "Oh, that wasn't very entertaining." So, but uh, that being said, my biggest takeaway from that match, uh, Bronson Reed might be—I think he's a star in the making. Uh, for whatever reason, you know, the, you know, sometimes the big guys don't necessarily get that push, or they get to the main roster and kind of get lost. See Keith Lee, but. I just think overall, I just really like his charisma. I like his move set. He's one of you know, thing you know, his performance in the ring is always you know, fun to watch, entertaining, exciting. Got a great backstory, so you know he wins that match with the splash off the top rope. And seeing the big guys go airborne is always a fun thing to me in the business. And you don't have to be you know a cruiserweight. get on the top rope and make something happen and you know Bronson Reed is definitely a big guy who can go to the air I mean man on the pay-per-view diving through the ropes at people to the floor I love it and those six guys I put on a hell of a match very entertaining very enjoyable I don't have like a star ranking for anything when I watch these shows you know I just kind of like to just enjoy it maybe I could go back and start rating matches but today you know this is kind of my raw reaction to the show nothing too in depth so yeah great match i love that one then you had the uh million dollar championship match uh la night against cameron grimes and i really have enjoyed the character development of cameron grimes let me just start off by saying that i really wasn't sure what to make of what they were bringing out with him early on i'm like is he a hillbilly what is he it's like a, it's like a little country dude i mean he's not physically imposing when you see him on television I really wasn't sure where they were going, but they've really developed this character very well. And, you know, and having him kind of go go against L.A. Knight, you got two guys. You know, and I guess in this storyline, you would say you've got, you know, the guy who looks the part of the million dollar champion and the guy who, through story, inherited a bunch of money and became, you know, worthy of that through that. And it was a like I said, great match, a ladder match. And ladder matches are always uh, good for building up some 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 great high spots, and this match had some of those. I mean, Cameron Grimes using the structure outside the ring, not even a ladder, you know, to you know to come off on LA night and uh, for a sp- uh, body cross, uh, cross body, not not a body cross, cross body, you know, and then the the finish to the match you know, using that, you know, the ladder outside, which is, I mean, I think, it's, I don't say it's, a, it's probably a standard thing to use the ladder in the finish to kind of incapacitate your opponent, but the way they did it, I like how it was creative, even though you, you know, whenever you see the ladder set up the way it was, you know, it's coming, you know, but to still see how it happened, and then LA Knight gets the uh, title, and like I said, a very entertaining match, very, very entertaining match, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and Next up, we'll let's hit on the uh, Raquel Gonzalez Ember Moon match, and another example, in my opinion, great sto- character development. Raquel Gonzalez being really built up as a monster heel champion. You know, you've got Dakota Kai in that annoying side kick roll. You know, of course, we can all see the eventual, the, the likely eventual heel turn, uh, or should I say face turn. For Raquel, when well, she's sick of Dakota, but still, rather right now, it's great to watch. And I thought Ember Moon put on a great performance in this match. Uh, the size difference is always going to be obvious in any match involving uh, Raquel because she's just physically someone posing. But I thought even with this, I thought she sold the size difference well. I feel like you know the high spots were good. I'm only I'm always annoyed by the. Hook of the leg near the rope, where you, where it's obvious they're gonna leave the uh, outside leg near the rope or whatever. But all in all, it was a great match. I thought very entertaining. Raquel keeps her belt, you know. But I wouldn't mind seeing another, you know, two maybe a couple matches between these two. I don't think that this is worth. You, you can end. You, you have to end the feud with this match. I'd love to see. I don't know a ladder match between them, a cage match, something different, but. I think they could put on a good show, and then uh, they want to hit on the main event, another you, know, you know fatal five way. Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Pete Dunne, Johnny Gargano, all going for Karrion Cross and his NXT title. Karrion Cross is becoming one of my favorite performers as well, even though I'm not a big fan of this like gladiator stuff they put him in to wear in the ring. I still wonder why at times w w e feels the need to dress their guys up in these crazy you know kind of weird get ups, but a great match you've got you know you know submission wrestlers, all type of stuff in this match great technicians I mean this match was entertaining from start to finish until cross retains his title, but that's like it you know. Great match, I thought. I thought, all, like I said, all in all, great show, very entertaining. Even the vignettes and the promos were great. You know, hit a road with Todd Petten, Pettengill, who, God, you think about that shit. I was in, what, high school, college the last time he was around? Like, my kids have no idea who Todd Pettengill is. My oldest son is 12. He's like, probably, daddy, he's like, daddy, who is that man, and why is it a big deal that he's there? <laughs> so... You know, but It was, like I said, that, that was a great match g- Good match And what it led me to think about Was You know, if you're going to have Karrion Cross Go through four of your best guys I think I see on Twitter My man Brian Christie also asked, asked the same question too Like, you go through four of your Top contenders In this match What's next? Who challenges him? Who challenges Karrion Cross? I mean, I think they could go a few different ways. I think an Adam Cole match would work. A one-on-one match, you know. I think that, I think in some form or fashion that could work. I could see a... I could see a deal with Bronson Reed working. Even though you're putting your North American title and your NXT title in the same match. And you may not want to do that. You know, uh... I don't think you can bring Finn Balor back, you know, the fact that he's, you know, lost to Carrying Cross clean twice now. You know, once to drop the title on once and trying to win it back. I actually would like to see Finn Balor on Raw, actually, personally. Give, like, and that show up. But I don't know who do you, you know, who currently in NXT would you say is a viable one-on-one contender for uh, Karrion Kross? To me, like I said, Adam Cole to me is the most likely or he makes the most sense, even though you just look at the match and, you know, physically it looks like a mismatch. But in this uh, five way, pretty much everyone that matches physically a mismatch for him. So I don't know, maybe do you use Walter from, uh, you know, from, you know, from from Europe? Do you bring him over for some, you know, for some work we're carrying across? Because I don't know. If there's anyone really you can use or maybe you go the route of bringing someone back to NXT maybe Keith Lee comes back for revenge hey I'd be with that or maybe in one of those weird WWE twists some of the guys who were laid you know who were released are brought back instead of you know letting them get the aew you bring them back you know maybe they show up in XT at some point maybe Samoa Joe or an Alistair black. No, I think those those two guys would be great, along with Keith Lee as, a, as challengers to Carry and Cross. You know, the you know the Keith Lee ankle has you know has a natural storyline already written, so that one you know that one could work. But yeah, I w- I just curious what you do right now because right now I don't see how who you have on the roster right now where you would take them seriously as a challenger to Carry and Cross at this point. Just don't see it. If you got any suggestions, ideas, I'd be I'd love to hear them. And I don't know what I you know. I don't know what you do with Karrion Cross at this point, but I I, I definitely love what the sh- you know the, the direction of the show. It's one of my it's you know like I said in, in on the WWE brand. It's my favorite show. You know after SmackDown right now, so that you know that's, what, that's that's what I look at right now. When it comes to when I think you know when I think of NXT and what they've got going on, so I said I am really really curious to what everyone else thinks may or may not happen <laughs> going down the road because I don't you know because I don't see a whole lot of uh, a whole, it's a, whole it's a whole lot of just uh natural or obvious. Matchups for uh carrying cross at this point, uh, for you know, for that uh, for that NXT title. So that's really you know, just wanted to kind of recap that show, talk to my wrestling people just about like I said, just about that show, nothing no deep or too kind of uh, you know, in depth, so to speak. Just kind of want to you know, review the show, like I said, once again. Loving what they're doing, you know, shout out to NXT and all the people there who do what they do. So I' I'll probably show up again later in the week. What's something else to talk about? Um, I don't have a whole lot of uh actually before I take that back before I go at the end of the show, William Regal, you know talks them about uh, you know maybe it's time for him to you know to go essentially. I don't know where they're going with this one. So I will be very curious as to what they do (laughs) with whatever this is supposed to be. You know, are you going to, I mean, is Regal retiring? I don't know what's going on, but I will definitely be uh, watching to see what they do to this. Do you bring someone else in to to do something different with him? You know, in, in that GM role, I don't know who you would bring in, but hey. It's something to watch out for. So hey, again, y'all, thanks for listening. Uh, shout out to my wrestling fans who tune in and listen to my ramblings and rants. Uh, hit me in the DM. You know, if you want to come on in one day and chat with me, I'm open to just about anything at this point with this. Because like I said, this is not really a this isn't a new show. It's just me talking about what I love to watch and talking to you all out there. So. Everyone be good and be safe. Those of us in California, I guess we're back to almost normal or close to normal in a couple of days. So looking forward to seeing what the world and the summer has for everyone. So take care. I'll holler at you later. I'm out.